your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a midweek edition here of the Ken Miller Show. It's uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, on 1700 KBGG, talking local sports with you uh, every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Coming up on a Wednesday, well, that means it's Cappy. Cappy will be here, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com, Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, a flag for everything, every team. Uh, For the most part, you try and stump them. It's very difficult to do. I've tried. And uh, they even found the one that I didn't think that they would have. So if you're if you're a, a fan of a team that maybe doesn't get a lot of publicity, maybe one of those teams that would be way down the pecking order in Central Iowa. If you want a team flag, I bet you they've got it. Check them out, HeartlandFlags.com. The Capman will be here. We'll get into the news from yesterday. We never really touched on it. It's difficult to squeeze anything in, quite frankly, at this time of year. That's not uh, football related, albeit uh, whether it be rather college football or the NFL. We do talk baseball on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Days as it makes it a little bit easier, but the uh, the Doug Collins signing by the Bulls. What does that mean for uh, former uh, Cyclone player, uh, Hall of Famer, basketball wise, former Cyclone coach Fred Hoiberg, of course. What does that mean for him and his future, if anything, uh, down the line? So Cappy will be here. We'll talk about that terrific baseball game. Thoroughly entertaining. Don't need a lot of runs scored to be entertained. One hitter last night, Mike Montgomery gave up the one hit home run. Bullpen comes in. They were terrific, including Wade Davis who has yet to blow a save um, and struck out the side last night. 2-1 win, Cubs magic number down to nine uh, after the action last night. Uh, following that, Trent, I'm stumped. Who's here at 1240? Bill Bender, of course. Bill Bender, yes. our friend from the Sporting News. He'll be by and wrote a timely article yes, today. Yes, he did. Very much so. Uh, TheSportingNews.com. Bill's a very busy guy. He's the college football national writer. We're lucky to have him on a weekly basis, and uh, he'll be here Timing is everything, as you mentioned, Trent. A nice piece today at uh, the Sporting News on Penn State and Iowa in prime time tonight. Then Chris Cotilla will be here to talk some baseball before Scott Docterman rounds out the guest list in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent, your twins last night, it was, um, and they're, I bet uh, they're about to start right now. I'm surprised you don't have it up on your screen. I, I'm working Efforting, on it are you? yes, as we speak. Uh, twins lost, but you know what? Didn't lose any ground, thankfully, as the Indians are out in uh, Los Angeles taking on the Angels. I watched a lot of that game until I couldn't keep my eyes open any longer about the middle of six, I finally cashed it in because uh, I hadn't seen the Indians in a while. And, and, and look, we're going to see a lot of Indians in the month of October. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be somewhat familiar with them. Jay Bruce, what an acquisition. Boy, that was it's, it's one of those deals that, you know, they come and go at the trade deadline. You wonder how they're going to work out. And Jay Bruce, um, so far, so good for him. Uh, an already incredible lineup offensively. Uh, he has um, just added to it, quite frankly. You know, one of the guys last night I was watching uh, when I flipped over to that, and it took a while since the rain delay in the Twins game last night to finally get over there, but uh, Jose Ramirez. Mm-hmm. You know, remember him? Baseman, yeah. You know, last year he was a young guy, mm-hmm. had the monster chew in all the time. <laughs> just a huge old wad in his mouth. And... Uh, I didn't think he would be this kind of player already, this yeah. early in his career. He's he's got twenty seven homers. No, he does. I mean, he is he's a wonderful player. They've lost Michael Brantley again, but the, it, but they're used it, to that now. It does, and it just doesn't matter. When healthy, Michael Brantley was one of the top. 15, 12 probably outfielders in the game. He was maybe the face of that franchise right. before they took that next step, right? Fair and they've lost him basically for two years. Yeah. 
They don't miss a beat. You know, I kind of would like to see him win it all. Yeah. And I, I you know, if, if the Cubs can't get back there, uh, it's been such a long drought for them. And we saw the, uh, but they've got the longest drought now currently. They do. They yeah. That's what I thought. 1940 yeah. something, I want to say. Um, Going way, way, way back. So, uh, yeah, watch them last night. They took care of the Angels. Your Twins didn't lose any ground. But the Cubs was a very entertaining baseball game. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Chris Archer starts. Do you remember that Chris Archer was a Cub? Did you know that? Yeah, he now w- that you say that. He was traded, and I looked it up. I didn't know this off the top of my head. He was traded for Matt Garza. Okay. He went to the Rays, and Garza came over here. Now, as it turns out, Garza would be traded to the Rangers, and Garza turned out to into Carl Edwards and Grimm. Mm. So I guess Archer for Carl Edwards and Grimm, a couple of uh, bullpen stalwarts. I like Edwards of the two better. Grimm is one day good, two days bad. One day good, <laughs> two days bad. It's kind of been his MO. Well, uh, that crowd last night, in Tampa. Oh, it was pro Cubs by far. It reminded me of a Blue Jays crowd on the road, quite yes, frankly. Yes. And with the Blue Jays up in Minnesota last week, and I, I was listening to some sports talk up there, and you know, they're kind of baffled by it. And I was just thinking to myself, well, it makes sense, right? It's the only team in the country. It's the only team. And if that, they go to Seattle, they fill that ballpark. Because they were talking about, well, why would all these people from Toronto come here? Well, no, it's they're not from people Winnipeg. from Toronto. They're right. from Saskatchewan. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. And when they play in Seattle, we saw, remember that environment last yes, year up there? Yes, it was bonkers. And, and the number of people Look from what, Wrigley Vancouver? Field. Yes, yeah. at Wrigley Field, yes. Absolutely, Vancouver. Look at Wrigley Field when they were here in, yeah. in late August. It was one of the, I mean, Cubs... Hardened beat writers were blown away by, but but to your point last night, you're right. Uh, the Trop, I've never seen a baseball game there. I've seen hockey played there, believe it or not. What, hockey? The Tampa Bay Lightning, when they were first came into the league, I want to say 90, geez, when would it have been? 93, 94, maybe? Back and they had the lady goaltender? No, I didn't. See. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, I, I remember that, that gimmick. That's, yeah. that's all I remember about the early origins of the Lightning. Do you remember her name? I don't know. I think I do. It was, I think her last name is Room. R, no. Yeah, R-H. Check it out. Starts okay. with an M. All right. Manette Rium or something like that. Anyways. But yeah, I've seen hockey in that building. It is, uh, is it the worst ballpark of the 30? Oh, I, mean, I, it, just, uh, I don't think there's a close second. Right? What would it be? What would be the second worst? Menon Rium. And that's the one, right? Yes. That's true. How about that for a memory? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, well, uh, the old boy gets one every now and then. <laughs> How was my uh, French? Not bad. Yeah? It's about as good as mine. Yeah. Do you have good. a little... Un petit peu. Okay. And that's the question everybody asks, and yeah. that's the only answer I know. Okay. Do you speak French? And I can say a little bit in French. Un petit peu. <laughs> if you would ask me something else, I would have said no. It's about a good, as good as my German. My Deutsch is nicht so gut. That's all I can say. My yes, German isn't very good. Same, same, same <laughs> way as me. Uh, you know, some uh, local news, Trent, and, and it's right in your wheelhouse with high school. I saw Dan Holm got let go by the register today. 28 years. Now, sure, mostly Ankeny coverage. Yes. Right? Yeah. I don't know if he branched out or if they if they sent him once an ankle. Well, now there's two teams, obviously. But once, you know, during the 28 years when the Hawks would have been knocked out, would they send him to cover other teams? And there's not too many. I think every community for a long time had that on your driveway Tuesday, whether you want it or not, shopper. I think yeah. that's what they called it. Yep. Right? Ankeny still does. Okay. I don't think that many communities do anymore. I d- we don't get it on our steps in West Des Moines. 
at least where we and are. And you did forever, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've been here almost a decade now and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it was always a staple even when I lived in an apartment when I first moved yep. here. Be stuffed in the little mailbox, you know, right. back in the day. And Again, whether take you up want all the roof. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's coming. And then you sit by the boxes and there'll be dozens of them just thrown out across, Absolutely. across Look, the apartment. I, I get it. It was a place to park advertising yep. and then that's basically all it was, but in in Ankeny's case, they Dan was kind of the, you know, the the high school, not kind of, he was the, the the face of high school sports reporting in that community. So I don't know what that means. It's kind of odd timing, right? I mean, yeah. if you're going to let this guy go, let him, I mean, I, hope, I never want to see anybody lose their job, but it's a newspaper business. Um, spring. After, spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or after you know, after baseball, I mean, there really isn't a break anymore mm-hmm. per se, but it's kind of timing-wise in, in the middle of football season. 28 years. Another difficult, you know, hit there. And... As you know, I do a lot with the high school sports. That's why and, I brought it up, Trent. And, and, and talking with athletic directors, there is a lot of frustration just here in central Iowa about the coverage that they get anymore in the register. Lack of, probably. Lack of, compared mm-hmm. to what they once had. And, you know, Cody Godwin, I think he's doing a real nice job there on the high school beat. He's a busy guy. <laughs> I mean, talk about stretch thin. Mm-hmm. That's him. And everybody that chips in, you know, uh, you got... You got Cuellar. He does more of the recruiting stuff now. And mm-hmm. they're doing their best. I understand it. But I know that there is some frustration trying to get scores in the paper, things like that. But I, I explained to him it's a different day and age. It's unfortunately, and, you're right. And what are you going to cut? Well, look at the newspaper now compared to what it was. You got your Cyclones. You got your Hawkeyes. You take a couple of AP stories. But at the end of the day, who moves the needle? Yeah. You know, and and it's it's a business, and it's mm-hmm. a business that has to find a way to make ends meet too. Mm-hmm. It's not just a public service, and that's what you have to explain to them. So maybe a window of opportunity for more high school football and basketball and baseball coverage here on seventeen hundred. Well, if you, if you have your way, that yes. be uh, that'll be th- uh, something we can count on. Uh, so yeah, un- unfortunately for Dan, you know, I I wanted just real quick as we bounce around here in the opening, say I don't know how I missed this over the weekend. Did you see James Franklin? Uh, Penn State's up 56 to nothing. Georgia State, out of the Sun Belt, right? I yes, think they're yes. in the belt. Um, New stadium. They took over. They? Tur- well, they took over Turner Field, and they've renovated it. Is that a for- fact? And it looks cool. Take, do a Google search during the break. It looks pretty cool now. Is that yeah. right? Well, I mean, why wouldn't why, sure. why, instead of knocking it down, right? Mm-hmm. Do they draw? No. No, I wouldn't think so. No. 25,000. Well, but that's kind of what they renovated it towards. Mm-hmm. Akron would love to draw 25,000. Very right? true. Maybe uh, Jason uh, Taylor would show up. Yeah, really. God, well, that's another story. Uh, but back to James Franklin just for a second. It's 56 nothing. There's 11 seconds left in the football game. And a lot of you know this story, and, and you're, you're probably, okay, Ken, that was Saturday. It's about to say move on. <laughs> I don't know how I missed it. But the field goal kicker comes out on the field to, to, to put some points on the board, right? Yes. You don't want to get back on the – you got a big check for coming to play Penn State. I'll give you that, right? It was mm-hmm. a payday. You you did your thing. You showed up. You gave him a bit of a tussle, and probably not much of a tussle. But at the end of the day, it was a, it was a, it was a buy game, uh, and you did what you were supposed to do. You gave uh, Penn State an opportunity to practice against uh, a team in a different set of uniforms. 56 zip. Three, uh, 11 seconds left on the, on the game clock. Final play of the game for Georgia State. Their coach sends in the field goal team. They want to put a three on the board and get back on that airplane not being shut out. James Franklin... Conversely, wants the, I don't know, feather in his cap or whatever, what, however he's going to take this away. He doesn't want to be, uh, win 56-3. He wants to win 56 to zip. He ices the kicker. Iced him. Kicker made the first one. Yep. Right? 
you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And then to make it worse, to make it worse, he just didn't own up to it. He didn't come out and say, look, I wanted our guys to, to have a shutout going into next week. Mm-hmm. He got and lied about the reason. We didn't have our field goal block team on the field. Yes. We had our fourth string defense out there. We wanted to get our backup kick block team some practice. What a load of BS. Well, and he's been full of BS for a while now. I mean, he is, you know, he was the provocateur before P.J. Fleck got into the conference in Harbaugh. It took a little bit while, but Franklin is a guy that is uh, as scummy as they come. You, Wait, he had the woe was me. Now, were you in Chicago two years ago? I don't think you no, were. I, I think wasn't. you had to stay back, yes. didn't you? I, I was there, and Franklin's Big Ten Media Day, it was, you know, his woe is me mm-hmm. type of thing. And um, I, I don't know if he was just trying to make an excuse for, for regardless. Again, that's water under the bridge, too. But I get your point about James Franklin and... You know, I kind of like to see, I like when Penn State's good in football. I know mm-hmm. that there are people out there that will never forgive the kids that had nothing to do with Sandusky, but because they go to Penn State, they're going to root against them and cheer against them forever. I understand that yeah. uh, perfectly within your rights to do so. But I think when Penn State's good, I think it's better for college football. So yeah. I kind of want them good. But what after watching James Franklin do it, lying about it, right? If you're going to, if you're going to be an, a, a you-know-what and do what you did, come out and, and, and own it. Don't make it worse by... I mean, what's the cover-up's always the worst. It's not yes. a cry, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the way that he explained it, we needed to get our second-team field goal block unit right. on the field. We had four stringers out there that, you know how to line up on a field goal. Those kids would have been fine. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what he was doing, but, but that's him. And then he also talked about the culture of the program. If they didn't call the timeout, did you see this quote? I didn't if, see this one. If they didn't call timeout, it goes against the nature of the program that they are building what they want to do. Every play is important. Every play you go hard. That goes against the nature if they just would have left those four teamers out there. If it's 21-20 or 17-14 or something like that, I yeah. understand. It was 56 to zip. Goes against the culture of the program. Unbelievable. Uh, there's being a culture as we finish up our final uh, opening topic here in the opening monologue. Uh, again, David Kaplan coming up about 1225. Culture in the program and a culture that's it's on the move, and it's unfortunate. I'm not digging this Iowa State off this week. I, I'm really not. You know what? <laughs> we were. It's been enjoyable as hell the first three weeks having both teams in action. Mm-hmm. It really has. And Iowa's got a massive game this week, just massive game. Yes. I don't like to, to leave anybody out. If this was the shoes were on the other foot here and I went a bye week, I'd be pissed off and trying to find a way to get I win the show. But I like what Iowa State's doing, and, and their fan base is pretty excited right now. I mm-hmm. have to think, and understandably so. But the the fact that that week four comes around and you're kind of I want to say an afterthought, but you kind of are. Yes, this yeah, week, this week. Now next week's going to be a whole different ball of wax, right? It's going to mm-hmm. be Texas, Iowa State from the you know uh, zero to one twenty and as fast as we can starting on Monday because the game's Thursday night. Uh, I'm anxious to see what how they're using this, and I've read the stories by Dylan. I've read Birchie's piece on how they're using this by week. Texas, same. A lot of stories come out of Texas. Texas is. Um, I mean, Texas is now in the same spot Iowa State is, right? They're both looking at this game as we need to get this mm-hmm. one to get the six. Both teams are in that uh, in that uh, predicament, if you want to call it that. But um, it, Texas and Iowa State next Thursday night, I mean, what's going to give, right? That, that is USC. You know, everybody's going to go back to the m- most recent game that we saw. And USC and Texas was a hell of a fight. It was. It was. But Ellinger, as good as he was late, he was bad for about yeah. two and a half, bad for right. two and a half quarters. You're right. 
And if that's the case, Texas can't keep up, I don't think, with Iowa State. Well, and I, I know that if I would have said something Bichelle's like that. Getting all the stars, he's getting all the snaps in practice now. You're right. He's better. They, regardless of who it is, though, mm-hmm. they need somebody that's going to be able to move the football. Mm-hmm. They can't expect to go in there and be in a 24-17 type of game. Iowa State's going to score against that Texas I think team. so, yeah. They're going to score against everybody. I agree with you. They're that good. Yep. This team is that good. Right now, week away, I'm leading Iowa State already. Are you? I really am. I said for them to be bowl eligible, they had to get through the first four, three and one. Uh-huh. Beat either Iowa or Texas, mm-hmm. lose the other They do that, they got a chance. I think, they are, I, I think they're set up perfectly in this spot. Texas, all right, we didn't get it done, no moral victories, but... You could tell. They, that was a moral victory for that program. No, I, I agree, but this comes back to my point about USC, Trent. Um, yes, they, they played USC really tough, and USC's got the Heisman, you know, the, all the Heisman hype around Darnold, and rightly so. Is he the best quarterback in college football? Yada, yada. We're talking about USC here. Western Michigan, they struggled like crazy against them. Yes. They, it was a good, they had a nice performance against Stanford. But that was running the football. That was running the football. But Stanford comes back, and I know it's hard to compare games, right? Mm-hmm. But Stanford gets beat by San Diego State, and they're good. They are. They're good. But maybe this USC, are they getting too much love? Are we putting up this, this Texas close game against, you know, what we thought was an invincible, uh, unbeatable uh, team out of the Pac-12? Maybe USC's may not quite as good as everybody thought they Darnold's were Darnold's got be. six picks. And seven touchdowns. Great point. Six picks. Yeah. Touchdown Two a game. To inter- a touchdown to interception ratio. Seven, six, Trent. Yeah. That's eh, not, not a number one pick going to be. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll take a timeout. Um, David Kaplan coming up next. We'll get into the Cubs. We'll get into Doug Collins. And what, if anything, does this mean for Fred Hoiberg? It's an interesting piece. One of the Chicago writers thinks that they should uh, trade. That uh, the first thing that Doug Collins does is get his son to the Bulls in exchange for Fred Hoiberg, who goes to Northwestern. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hoiberg's never going back to the college. No. Never. Never for Northwestern. Or anybody, I don't think. Uh, If there was a blue blood, if you could get one of those where the recruiting almost does its work for itself, Mm -hmm. maybe. Well, what was the rumor? What would, what Blue Brother program opened up and for like, a half a day he was linked. Was it Indiana? Illinois and Indiana both. Was there it? were a short period of rumors. Right. The, the Illinois one I never on bought. The list. Never bought for yeah. a second Illinois. Indiana? I thought about it at least for a moment. Mm-hmm. Illinois, he's not taking that. So I don't cool. think he's taking anything. He's not moving to downstate I, You know where he's moving next? I think he's moving to the Twin Cities. And uh, once this Bulls infatuation is uh, over and done with Cappy's next, it's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge presented by Lincoln Savings Bank on Sunday, October the 15th at Jordan Creek Town Center in West Des Moines. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for the Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympic Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do to take the plunge is raise $75 and register for the event online at soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. Last year, the West Des Moines Polar Plunge raised over $55,000 for Special Olympics Iowa. All the proceeds go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the Special Olympics programs that they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on October the 15th with a post-party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head over now to soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. Adaptability. No matter what the situation you're in, it's important. Fisher Plows knows that, too. And with that in mind, they've crafted the Fisher XLS Expandable Length Commercial Snow Plow. The XLS can expand from 8 to 10 feet, then angle the wings to a scoop or ultimate wind-growing configuration. That's adaptability and efficiency. 30% more efficiency to be exact. Learn more about XLS and other Fisher Plows at Shuling Hitch Company, Des Moines, and Ames. ShulingHitchCompany.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn. Harvest. Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Wein Stefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. 
So join us and raise a leader of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House, 4th and Court, Des Moines. The Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself talk with you from noon until 2 every Monday through Friday. Heartlandflags.com, MLB flags, college football flags, NFL flags, any flag for your team. Heartlandflags.com. Check it out online. Uh, heartlandflags.com. Let's get to him. He's David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, Comcast Sports. He's our go-to guy in the city of Chicago. Hello, Cap, Trent, and Ken. How's things, buddy? What's going on, boys? How we doing? Doing fine. You know what I want to start with you, Cap? The announcement yesterday from the Bulls, Doug Collins taking a front office role. And, you know, I guess where I'd like to take it next is, is, is what, if anything, does this mean for Hoiberg? Because that's the first thing that popped into my head. I don't know. I have no idea if Doug Collins ever wants to coach again. Uh, front office, kind of an advisory role, run things off Doug Collins. He's been there, done that. Does Hoiberg need to be looking over his shoulder at all, do you think, knowing that Doug Collins is now in the building? Uh, no, not at all. It's been made clear to me by Doug and others that he is done with the coaching stuff. That's not why he's here. He wants to watch his grandkids grow up. He wants to watch Chris you know, coach at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So no, and that Jerry Reinsdorf made it clear to him when they had dinner, if you want to come here in a consulting role, we're exceptionally interested. If you think you're coming here to be the next head coach, that will never happen mm. this bulls team cap i mean I, I know that training camp hasn't started yet where maybe we got the bull or we got the bears and the cubs in full swing here but just the bulls i guess they're probably if there was a team locally in des moines the bulls would be that nba team um especially now with, with hoiberg there this is going to be a, a tough year to be a bulls fan is i mean you, you got the marketing kid from arizona the finn who i really like big players a euro we can shoot it from outside i think the bulls fans are going to really love him before it's all said and done. But prospects for a fun season, um, boy, probably probably look somewhere else, right? This is going to be a down year, don't you think? Oh, they're gonna, they may have the worst record in the NBA. In fact, I believe that they probably will, and they should. I just had John Paxson on at 1130 this morning, and for the first time he said that Gar has had talks over the last two weeks with um, Dwayne Wade's agent about buying him out. Mm-hmm. So... If that gets done, and I believe that it will get done, then you got a team that has literally, you know, very little in the way of impact playing talent that's ready right now. I think they have some young guys that could be good. Marketing, Zach Levine when he's healthy, Chris Dunn. I think all those guys have a chance to have upside, but right now, no. It'll be a long rebuild. Uh, is it the Blackhawks then they are licking their chops if that's the case, a long rebuild with the Bulls? They're facing one, too, I think, coming. Who? The Blackhawks. Why are they facing a long well, rebuild? you got all that money tied up in, in, in uh, Kane and in Taves and in Keith and in Crawford. Those guys are not even 30 years old. Yeah, but, Cap, that's a, that's four guys that are taking the majority of that cap. And, and Taves, to me, and I'm a huge fan. I mean, until uh, Taves is my guy, right, until Line came into the league. I, I, he had a bad year last year, Cap. The captain was not the captain, I didn't think. Yeah, there's no question that he did not have a good year. And so he's changed his training, but 
he's still an elite hockey player. You got him. You have Kane. You have some good Brandon Sods back. You got some good hockey players here. A long rebuild, no shot. Do they need some tweaking? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think they're going to be. Oh my God, win the Stanley Cup good this year, but still going to be a good hockey club. But long rebuild, I don't see it. Yeah, and that division too, Cap. I don't want to just hog the mic here, Trent. No, that's fine. But the central divisions, it, it's a it's a, a sob. You know that. I mean, the Wild aren't going anywhere. The the Stars spent a money in a ton of money this off season. I'm not sold on the Blues. The Avalanche stink. Here come the Jets, my friend, and we'll leave it at that and give it back to Trent. Hey, uh, want to jump over to the Bears and this back and forth that is continuing with the quarterback spot. Where's Ryan Pace in all of this? Is he is he talking to John Fox about what the game plan is going to be for Trubisky? It's not a good football team. It's not going to be a good football team. It's inevitable he's going to take over. Where's Pace in all of this? Uh, you know, he's. I look. I'm a big Ryan Pace guy. I love that he went and changed the quarterback room. It needed to be changed. Uh, that said, has he made his share of mistakes? Certainly. You know, Theo Epstein once said to me, hey, man, if we can bat 58 to 60% on our decisions, we'll be fine. You know, Ryan has had his share of high-profile failures, whether that be Kevin White, that draft pick there, Pernell McPhee, who hasn't been able to stay on the field healthy. Uh, you've got, you know, a lot of issues that, they didn't address this year in terms of what they brought in at their wide receiver position. Now, they thought letting Alshon go that they would have Cameron Meredith and that they would have Marcus Wheaton playing week one. I think he's coming back Sunday. Cam Meredith's done for the year. Kevin White's done for the year. Mike Glennon doesn't look great right now. We'll see. But he's going to be judged on Mitchell Trubisky. If he is a failure, that will cost him his job. If Mitchell Trubisky is a franchise quarterback that this franchise has searched for for 50 years, yes, then he will be fine. Yeah, and what, Cap, I don't know what, if there is an ideal spot on the schedule to plunk him into the lineup. Uh, he's going to play this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But let's say it's not an injury issue with Glennon, that it's just time to see what they've got in, in the future. Do you have a, a a week of the schedule that you think that that's probably the spot where, because you know, I'm sure you know as well as anybody, Bears fans are crying for him in the lineup now. I think they're doing the right thing, Cap, keeping him on the sidelines and letting him watch the game at least for a few weeks to kind of get his sea legs under him, the speed of the NFL. I think they're doing the right thing. Bears fans, I don't think that they feel that way, but what do you think's the ideal spot to insert Trubisky in the lineup and see what they've got? I don't know if there is an ideal spot, but I would tell you the one I think that they are highlighting would probably be after the Green Bay Thursday night game because then you don't play till Monday night football against Minnesota. Right. That gives you 11 days to get that kid up to speed. So unless Glennon plays better, that would be my guess. I originally, you know, back when they day they drafted him, thought, see in 2018, kid, but he's yeah. come quicker, so we'll see. Could there be an in-season movement of John Fox, or is he fine through the rest of the year? Look, the Chicago Bears have a long and storied history. They're a charter franchise in the National Football League. In all those years, they have never fired a head coach in season. Never. So why are they going to start now? Uh, He's a good guy. Uh, Players play hard for I would be shocked if they fired him in season. Do I think he's here next year? Probably not. 
But I'd be stunned if they fired him in season. So you're telling me my 30 to one bet next coach fired on John Fox wasn't a very good bet, huh? <laughs> probably. You're probably gonna lose that. that okay. Wager. All right. Hey, speaking of losing wages, how'd you do in Vegas last week? It was a good weekend. <laughs> Leave it at that. Huh? Nice and, and, the, and the sad thing is yeah. I got down to the sports book at 6.30 Saturday morning for college, and I was down there at 6.45 Sunday for NFL. I made a list of the 12 games I liked the best. Mm-hmm. Made a bunch of different parlay bets and my straight bets, all that. I did hit a four-team parlay. I hit a couple three-team. But I had, listen to this, Notre Dame in the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma State and the over is four. I had Iowa State. I thought that was a layup on the card. Is yeah. five. Purdue over Missouri plus six and a half. That was a gift. Was six. Utah was my best bet of the weekend. They won big. Seven. And I had one. Oh, Northwestern was eight. I hit the first eight on my card. Didn't play an 18 parlay except one other that I threw the flipping Chargers in. Oh. They're up 17 10. And the fourth and they end up losing the football game so that, that leaves costly. a mark that leaves a mark uh cap yep. the, the the cubs last night now what a fun what a fun baseball game i, I love low scoring games like that one hit or montgomery gives up the home run davis is still perfect uh, on his year without blowing a save cap aren't we almost at the point here mid-september that you want to get that blown save out of the way because it's coming isn't it um i don't know does that mean it has to it has to be coming i don't know i'm not sure it is coming why should it have to come? The guy has been really good. I would think he's on the no-fly list tonight because he pitched so. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, off day Monday, mm-hmm. pitched again Tuesday. Uh, I would think he doesn't pitch tonight, but mm-hmm. we'll see. How about Mike Montgomery, Cappy? What I mean, where would they be this year without the lefty, whether it's out of the bullpen or giving him spot starts? Cap, he was terrific last night. He, to me, has been one of the... And maybe it's maybe he's not an unsung story in Chicago this year, uh, and maybe maybe I'm just missing it. But he he has been terrific for this team this year, and a major major part of wherever they're going. Oh, he's been outstanding. Hey, you want me to pitch out of the pen? Got it. Want me to pitch starting? Oh, you need me to go right back to the pen after that? Done. I got it all. Yeah, he's been a huge huge addition to this club. And Dan Vogelback's been bad in Seattle. Yeah, that's right, right, right. That's a good, excellent point. Cap, uh, wonderful having you on, as always, my friend. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Cappy. Always love it. Yeah, we do too, Cap. Love having you on. Heartlandflags.com makes it possible for us to talk to the Cap Man each and every week. Sports flags, military flags, flags for your garden, decorative flags. Check them out online, folks. Heartlandflags.com. They have got everything. Give them a call if you just want to reach out to them and ask them if they've got it in inventory. If they don't, it doesn't take long for them to get it. I'll bet you that. 282-7603. Heartlandflags.com. Bill Bender, the Sporting News, wrote a timely piece on Hawks and Penn State uh, in today on uh, today's uh, SportingNews.com college football page. Bill Bender joins Trent and I next on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 K. BGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Critics have so many great things to say about The Good Place, it's darn near impossible to squeeze them all into 30 seconds. But we're going to try. 
smart, the LA Times ingenious, the New York Times hilarious, variety, fantastically funny, entertainment weekly, laugh out loud, hilarious, tvguide.com, sitcom gold, TV line, the best new comedy, Kristen Bell is pitch perfect, and Ted Danson is divine, e-online, your favorite new addiction, hollywood.com, binge watch season one on Netflix now, GQ, the good place returns tonight after the season finale of America's Got Talent on NBC. Oh boy. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too. Like when someone's been a good dog. We've got lots of new stuff for your fur baby, like Blue Buffalo dog food, plus spark toys and treats from the makers of BarkBox. Money paws happen. Grab natural laundry care this week for 15% off. Plus, we've lowered the prices on thousands of items. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS, and every 90 minutes, someone passes away from the disease. Help provide support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m. with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight against ALS by walking with the ALS Association Iowa chapter on October 7th. Learn more at walktodefeatals.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. 
New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Chris Cotillo and Scott Dockerman coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, uh, noon until 2, talking sports with you. He is the Sporting News National College football writer, Bill Bender. He joins us. He's hot as a firecracker, Trent. I know you and my, you and my both like uh, picks against the spread. Uh-huh. Bill's picked 30 games, 20 and 10. It's tough to do. Bill, you would be cleaning up in Las Vegas. There would be some. There would be some books that would bar you for crying out loud. You'd be doing so well. Oh, uh, I, I do. I, I enjoy doing these. And I was telling somebody, the, the, there's going to be the two and eight week, and that's when going to be the unraveling. But uh, so far, so good. And uh, you know, obviously, a couple big Big Ten games on the docket for this week. Yeah, no doubt about that. And you've picked them, and I, I read. Uh, I read them earlier. I now that's a go-to thing every Wednesday for me to see who you're picking. You should be selling these picks, Bill, at twenty <laughs> up and ten down. You're doing great. Hey, let's uh, before we go. Um, let's go back before we take a look at this uh, upcoming week. What kind of stuck just uh, stuck out to you this past weekend? Was it Clemson's dominance of Louisville? Was it Texas maybe getting off the mat a little bit? Vanderbilt uh, with I, I, maybe statement wins too powerful, but K State is a team that's had a lot of success and Big Twelve SEC matchup and Vanderbilt's defense just shut down what I think is a pretty good quarterback in Jesse Ertz. What stuck, uh, stood out to you last weekend, Bill? Yeah, intrigued by Vanderbilt. That was my upset, but it was a lot. That was a mild upset. A lot of people were onto that one as well because they've got a good quarterback, good defense, and it'll be interesting to see how they play against the Tide this weekend. I think that's a fun game. So. But Clemson, yeah, I went down there, and I've I've been saying this all week, and I'm not trying to be cute, but best combination of offense and defense of the elite teams because if Kelly Bryant plays like he did against Louisville, they're not going to lose. That's saying a lot. <laughs> Bryant was a ridiculously he was great. good. Yep. And uh, speaking of prices, you can get him one twenty-five to one right now uh, offshore. Right? Wow. Might have taken a taste of that one with Kelly Bryant. Regardless, Bill, we're here to talk real football. Uh, big game this weekend. We know about the one here. We'll get to Iowa, Penn State. Take us down to Stillwater. This TCU team, some team, some people loved him in the summer. Some people weren't sold on what Patterson was going to be able to do. Seems like he bounces back after a bad season every single time throughout his career. Does TCU have enough, though, to upset Oklahoma State and Stillwater? Be a shootout. You know, they, they can hang around, I think. But uh, Mason Rudolph's playing through the roof right now. I mean, they they knocked, what did they knocked Pitt out in like eight minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So if that were in Fort Worth, I think TCU could do it. And I, this will be a fun shootout. But uh, 
I like the Cowboys in this one, and it's going to continue to point toward Bedlam 1 and maybe Bedlam 2 with the Sooners. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Bill. And, and you know, we keep waiting for that year that uh, one conference finds a way to get two teams into the college football playoff. And in this case, the Big 12, a, a conference that was, I think, for the most part, overlooked back in August when everybody was, you know, forecasting what the their four uh, college football uh, playoff teams in the Big 12 and, and most people's ballot was on the outside looking in. What is it about these two teams, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, that maybe caught some people off guard? Was it, I mean, it's, it's more than just steady quarterback play, and they've got two of the best in college football, but it's got to be more than that, right? I think right off the bat when I was at Oklahoma, Ohio State, and you guys probably know this from being in the box sometimes, you can tell one team's faster than the other one. And with Oklahoma right away, I was like, wait, they're faster than Ohio State on both sides. And I didn't anticipate that. You know, you, I was like, their defense a little bit faster than I thought and, and fast to the football. So I think that makes a difference. And uh, I haven't seen Oklahoma State yet, but I'm assuming they're pretty fast on offense considering how yeah. quickly they're getting the deep shot. So... You know, there's more than one way to go try to win. And like I said, here, here, maybe you guys agree with this or not, but here's my assessment of the biggest, best team so far. I think Alabama has the best defense. I think Oklahoma has the best quarterback. And I think Clemson's the best combination of both offense and defense. And that's why I think Clemson might be the best team in the country right now. I think that's fair. You know, uh, Ken just mentioned the possibility of, you know, seeing that matchup again, the Big 12 in good position to get in the playoff. How concerned are you of the Big Ten with that loss for Ohio State already in the resume? Penn State goes to Iowa this week. They had road games with Northwestern, Ohio State, Michigan State, even that Maryland game at the end of the year, where it very well could be a but possibility. But they got that shutout over Georgia State, or maybe that's why <laughs> that, Franklin iced the kicker. That, that was the tipping point there. Could the Big, 12, Big Ten be in some trouble here? Potentially, but not yet. And here's why I say that, because you want as many big-time showdowns as possible, right? And and the SEC used to do that every week, where we had one after another after another. And now it's the Big Ten in some ways, because even this week, you know, I talked to Trent before I came on. Iowa-Penn State's a big deal, because if Iowa wins, then we kind of point to them and say, oh, well, they're going to go after the Badgers now. Yep. Then you got Penn State and Michigan. Then you got Penn State and Ohio State. Then you got Wisconsin and, and Michigan. I mean, as many top ten showdowns as you can get without cannibalizing each other, I think it, it's they're fine. But... You know, if they all end up with one or two losses at the end, we'll be like, this might be the best conference, but it doesn't have the best team in it. And that's the danger, I guess. Mm, and one two team that you didn't mention, and, and deservedly so, when talking about some of the best in the Big Ten, and, and Nebraska fans thought that when they would move from the Big 12 and the Big Ten and instantly be a major, major player in that conference. And, and it hasn't happened. And, and Mike Riley looks as though, you know, he's, he might be the most popular coach in college football amongst the media. This is a genuine nice guy. But you know where nice guys finish sometimes, Bill, unfortunately. And this Nebraska thing, I don't think it's going to end well for him or for the AD. I can't see Nebraska getting off the mat this year. I really can't. Do you give them a chance to – I mean, they're going to strike. They're going to struggle for bowl eligibility, Bill. Yeah, I mean, that's what – looking at their schedule, do you see six wins? I don't. I, I didn't this week in our bowl projections. And, I mean – to me, uh, and I'll, I guess the best way to ask that, Purdue, Nebraska, at Purdue, who you got? Purdue, hands yeah, down. Me too. Yep. Yeah, me too. Right now, the way the Boilermakers are playing, probably. And then, so if you're Nebraska, you're looking at, unless you pull a game or two, you're, I think at worst, they're like five and seven. At best, they're like seven and five. So 
yeah, I mean, it's, these are dire times, and it'll be interesting to see where they go. I still think the more things go downhill, the more you're going to hear the name Scott Frost sure. because he's doing such a fantastic job. And to me, that's the hire if they can get him, and there's no guarantee they will. Bill, uh, take us to Iowa City. You had the column up today talking about the electric environment inside of Kinnick Stadium. We saw it a year ago, the night game upset victory against Michigan 2008. Penn State came to town with national championship aspirations. They were knocked off by Sean Green and company in that football game. Something special about Kinnick at night. Absolutely, and ask Kirk Ferentz about it. Talk to Josie Jewell about it. and uh, You know, it's Ferentz had a good answer. He said it's, it brings out the high school and the kids, and I think it brings out the high school and the fans, yeah, too, because too. to me, and being a high school kid from Ohio, to me there's nothing better than a high school, big-time high school game that it's 50-50 and they're screaming all the time. But at Iowa, you got everybody in the same building. It's a great venue for those kind of games. I think, I hate to say it to you guys, I think Penn State's going to win, but they're going to have anxious moments. And if they don't, they, they can get, you can get caught up in, in Kinnick real quick. Obviously, Michigan did last year. So it, if Penn State turns it over a few times early, then Iowa could have a chance. Uh, Bill, last week we we saw Texas really, and Trent saw it coming. I'll give him credit for that. I, I didn't. I, maybe I was buying the USC hype after the game against Stanford. Who goes out next week? They get picked off by admittedly a good group of five team in San Diego State. Uh, Darnold TD to interceptions. I think it's seven to six right now, which is anything but a Heisman favorite like number putting up there. Is Texas? Uh, starting to come together, or is USC maybe a tad overrated? As we here in Central Iowa are already looking forward to a week ago, a week from tomorrow night, when the Longhorns and the Cyclones will play in what has to be a massive game for both schools as they try to fight for six wins. But what about Texas? Are they getting better? Is USC maybe not the juggernaut? Some thought that they were going to be at least early in the season. Texas is going to be hit or miss this year. I bet you they, they lose some games they shouldn't and maybe throw a scare into Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. I can see that happening later down the road because Herman's a good coach and he'll get them going. I think the goal for them has got to be to get around seven, eight wins if they can, and they're obviously up against that already. Um, what was the other half of the question? I, I got Just, you went, just USC. Might oh, they not be as good? Yeah, yeah, I got so walked into Tom Herman, I wasn't thinking about the Trojans. Um, you know, I, USC, that's the big question. Because I'm, if I had to bet right now, because I talk so much about Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama already, so that leaves one spot. And if it came down to like a one-loss USC or Washington versus a one, perhaps two-loss Big Ten team, it's going to be an interesting discussion because of all those battles I was talking about within the Big Ten. Right now, I'd take Penn State over USC, honestly. And I think it's close, but I, and I know they played last year, but last year was last year. But yeah. I think it's close. And the difference to me is Penn State has Saquon Barkley on the field, and that's hard to equalize. And, and everybody in the Big Ten is going to find out how hard that is to defend him, especially when he's catching 70-yard passes out of the backfield. Speaking of the Pac-12, this looks top to bottom as good of a – conference we're seeing right now in college football from you know what we expect USC though it's been some tough moments they're still 3 and 0 you have the top level teams there but Colorado has bounced back after Cougars. a nice year Cal Washington State as Ken mentioned I mean this conference not only is good at the top is it as deep as anybody in the country good point yeah i mean it, it's good there there's a lot of depth everywhere though i, I think the Pac12 is interesting because you know 
Washington and USC are getting a lot of the headlines, but Utah, Oregon, I'm leaving one out. Utah, Oregon, Colorado, I mean, they play Washington this week, so I'm writing a little bit about that now. So, yeah, they've got a lot of good teams, and plus you've got to travel all over the place. I still think top to bottom that the Big Ten's the best conference, though. And I'm not being a homer. I'm just saying because the middle's been pulled up a little bit. Like, Maryland's better. Um, Minnesota's better. Um, Michigan State, seen, we're going to find more about out more about them against Notre Dame on Saturday, mm-hmm. but I think they're better. So the only two teams I kind of disregard in the Big Ten right now is not that good are Illinois and Rutgers, but I think everybody else, and maybe even Nebraska, unfortunately, but I think everybody else can beat you on any given night. Mm. Uh, last thing, Bill, and this goes back sticking with the Big Ten, but a, a piece you wrote uh, a few days ago at thesportingnews.com. you got to really keep, uh, keep up with Bill. He's got content seemingly hourly uh, at sportingnews.com if you're a college football fan. Uh, Wisconsin, the most complete team in the Big Ten, Bill? You know what the difference between Wisconsin and Michigan right now is is the red zone scoring. Like, Michigan couldn't score in the red zone last week. They had to settle for field goals. Alex Hornibrook had four touchdowns in the red zone last last week against BYU on the road. And they mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a trap meet. It was. And they destroyed them. So, the Badgers, the difference with them right now is they've got fun skill position players. They've got a good tight end, two good receivers. Running Taylor's just taken off at running back. And they're going to be tough to beat. So, that's what I'm telling you. I still think Iowa's the team best suited to challenge them in the West. And the momentum off a win Saturday would be huge. And regardless, I think that might be the best bet out of the West to beat Wisconsin, who could very easily be undefeated when they play them or Michigan after that. I I think uh, you see it the same way I do as far as Wisconsin, Bill. Great stuff. Appreciate you having having you on. As always, we will catch up with you next week, Bill Bender. Thank you. Anytime, guys. Thanks Thank so much. Thank you. Yeah, Bill Bender, Sporting News. Sportingnews.com. Bill Bender, the national football, the national college football uh, columnist, uh, busy guy, and uh, very tuned in to college football. Trent Condon? We'll take a break when we come back. You ready for a little baseball update? My twins in action this afternoon. Are they on the board? They, they're not getting beat yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. That's the word. Uh, we will find out in the 1 o'clock hour how they're doing. Chris Cotilla will be here. We'll talk baseball with Chris Cotilla. There's a young kid who's really going to be... Uh, remember this name, folks. You're gonna yes. be, if you're a baseball fan, you're going to see Chris Cotillo. Um, is he Tom Ferducci in 15 years? Absolutely. I think so, too. He, I, he was breaking stories at the trade deadline. People inside baseball already know his name. He's a senior in North Carolina. Right. He's still in college, right. and he's breaking stories at the trade deadline. Rising star more than that. I mean, no. Ken Rosenthal, yeah. he's on that path. I couldn't agree with you more. Scott Dockerman will be here more on Penn State Iowa at 140 with the Doc. It's Trent Condon, Ken Miller. We're here. It's the Ken Miller Show uh, every Monday through Friday from noon till 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffee, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Guys, hurry into JCPenney for the men's wardrobe sale and save 50% on select suits separate, sport coats, dress pants, and more, including big and tall. Check out what's new in our new big and tall shop inside the men's store at JCPenney. Get all your work to weekend apparel in extended sizes, up to 5XL and 54 waist in-store, and 60 waist at jcp.com. Plus, stack on the savings and get your coupon on the JCPenney app to save an extra 15%. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Good point ballot 922 to 924. Some exclusions apply. See store at jcp.com for details. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. Big news.